From the Arizona Medical Association, I'm Shelby Job, joined by Thomas Kushner, and this is Arma On Call. Today is Friday, January 20th, 2023, and here's what happened in medicine this week. You may have seen its commercial during a football game, or if you're on TikTok, you may be familiar with its trendy new application. Ozempic, a drug prescribed for type 2 diabetes, is sweeping the internet for its weight loss side effect. Ozempic is a once-weekly injection intended for individuals with type 2 diabetes to help lower blood sugar without using insulin. But after videos circulated on TikTok detailing the drug's weight loss side effect, some ran to their healthcare providers to get a prescription. So Thomas, can you tell us what's going on with Ozempic? I mean, why are people trying to get a prescription? Yeah, so what often occurs in social media circles is the discussion of weight loss and the speed with which some patients want to see changes. And especially on TikTok, a lot of users like to share, quote, hidden tricks or tips or secrets to shedding pounds. And the latest of these tips is Ozempic. Uh, After a few people shared their personal experiences losing weight, people went asking their providers for a prescription. Even some celebrities have boasted about the quick weight loss they experienced after starting injections. So if people are using the drug to reach their desired outcomes, are there risks associated with that use? Well, yeah, the biggest risk is that really little is known about the drug's weight loss effect. Uh, Very little research has been done outside of Ozempic's intended use. Uh, But a study published early last year does show that trial participants of the drug regained two-thirds of the weight that was lost within one year of stopping the weekly injection. So there is evidence that it isn't even that great of a solution to balancing the scale. And at the end of the day, it is important to emphasize that this new widespread use of the drug does limit access to those with type 2 diabetes who need the drug for its intended use. For more on this story and on all of today's stories, you can visit the links in the show's description below. A new report from the American Cancer Society reveals a decline in cancer-related deaths over the past three decades. The ACS estimates this equates to 3.8 million deaths avoided. The U.S. cancer death rates have fallen 33% since 1991, with the most recent data from 2019 showing a decline by over 1%. Karen Knudsen, chief executive officer of the ACS, told CNN the report attributes the decline in deaths to the public's reduction of smoking and increases in cancer-detecting technologies. The Biden administration will be using this data as they continue efforts on its Moonshot initiative to reduce cancer deaths by 50% in the next 25 years. Another study is showing the importance of vaccines for pregnant patients. Patient data from 12 countries and more than 13,000 patients revealed that pregnant individuals infected with COVID-19 have a seven times higher risk of death than those without COVID-19. Not only does the study reveal alarming statistics for the mother, but infants born to mothers infected with COVID-19 had a greater risk of developing complications, almost twice as likely to need treatment in intensive care units. As reported by the Washington Post, pregnancy outcomes have been improving, but it is not a health-neutral event. 
Emily Smith, Assistant Professor of Global Health at George Washington University, told The Post that vaccination rates among pregnant women are very low. Smith believes this is due to the misconception that young people are healthier and don't need a vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are effective at reducing the risks of severe infection and can protect newborns during the first six months of life. Last year, we covered the Maricopa County Department of Public Health's alert to healthcare professionals about the first locally acquired case of dengue virus. At the time, routine mosquito surveillance detected dengue virus in a mosquito trap in one neighborhood in Maricopa County. Now, a survey of the area identified a second locally acquired case with the onset of infection dating back to August of 2022. Dengue virus most commonly circulates in the Caribbean, Central and South America, and Asia, traveling through mosquitoes. Now, two confirmed incidents in Maricoma County have been attributed to travel and not specifically to mosquito exposure. While local transmission was identified, dengue is not considered endemic here. However, mosquitoes capable of spreading the virus are present in large numbers throughout the county. The current recommendation for healthcare providers is to consider dengue in their differential diagnoses, including past illnesses consistent with dengue. The virus often prevents with fever, rash, and nausea. For more information, again, you can visit the link in the show's description below. And with that, we conclude the update on Medicine This Week. Medicine This Week is part and parcel of the Arizona Medical Association's podcast, Arma On Call. If you are not an Arma member, you can gain access to our extended print version of Medicine This Week, which is published every Friday by signing up for membership today. Just head to azmed.org to learn more. Be sure to subscribe to Arma On Call and share this episode with a friend. We'll catch you next week.